0: T's and C's apply in South Wales, authorisation number TP slash 01005.
1: Well, the interesting thing about um, uh, sailing is that it didn't have a uh, regular season championship like almost all other sports do. So the events, um, you know, typically the events come and go, they they might be organised um, every three or four years, and I say might because there's some variants there. And then and then, you know, teams come and go as well. Um, and that's been the way, you know, sailing sort of been until G P came along and added some structure to it and some consistency. So, so we obviously have a regular season, a regular calendar of events, and it's obviously high speed, pretty exciting racing, you know, with, particularly with each of the teams in, in equal boats. Um, that creates, you know, really close racing and, and uh, we're seeing the results of that, uh, On the broadcast as we watch these events now
0: did you feel at the time that yachting was just getting sailing just getting a bit boring and needed something to to lift it to create it to show the world there was a lot more to it
1: well before uh these let's call it the foiling generation uh, came along um the racing was pretty slow and dull but now of course with the you know boats going this fast with boundaries on the course that that Force the boats back together. You know, interacting again, you get lots of passing, um, lots of situations on the course. The odd collision. Um, it's 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 a really
0: exciting race product. Was it an easy decision to choose the cat?
1: Well, it's a, it, the F50s the, the are a, a, a fantastic all-round boat. Um, you know, they perform well in uh, light winds and you know stronger winds. They're obviously incredibly difficult to sail and we intentionally make them that way um, so that it's a test for the best sailors in the world. Um, So, yeah, and also the container which, of course, is key for, um, you know, creating a, 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 you know, regular calendar of events, uh, especially when we're going to, when we're going globally to to venues all over the world, Um, that's a key component as well.
0: What have you discovered about the F50 in the first almost completed two seasons of Sail GP that you might want to change? Is there anything you want to change about the boat itself to to even level the playing field even more?
1: Uh we'll we'll continue to evolve it they're, they're, they're due for new foils that uh, they'll be introduced um, around October uh, um next during next season. Um they make the boats faster, so so we've also got to um, uh, create some new rudders because otherwise you won't at, 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 at even higher speeds you won't be able to steer the boats. So that's obviously a, a concern. Um, so yeah, they're constantly evolving. They're constantly getting um, more advanced. We'll, we'll evolve the control systems on the boats as well. Um, we may uh, partially automate some of those control systems. Um, for, for certain conditions in the future, for example, strong winds, um, we are researching um, the the uh, crash situation um, right now to to see how we can um, you know, how we can reduce the risk there. So there's a whole lot of things that we're uh, working on.
0: Yes, but one one would suggest that when you talk about the crash situation, which was you know it was dangerous exciting but thankfully no one was hurt was your fleet racing and and that surely is the draw card for a lot of sailors to be amongst at a high speed and and challenging themselves and fleets well
1: yeah i, I think that the, the fact that all the boats are racing together at the same time does create a lot of action. you know you see these um, incredible interactions at turning marks where you know and and you know when you're Watching these boats and realizing how fast they are and how quick their reactions need to be um, to, to you know, respond to certain situations, and of course, you don't even you don't always know exactly what the the teams you're racing against are going to what course they're going to choose. So, there's a lot of variables out there. You you definitely need to be on your toes, and uh, you know it requires fast reactions, and and that creates also exciting racing.
0: Is there a perfect number of boats for a fleet? I hear talk that you you know you're running eight boats at the moment. That maybe you could up to another two nations, so to make it ten.
1: Well, we're definitely going for ten in season three. So we're adding uh, Canada and Switzerland into into those uh, into the roster. Um, so that's for sure. And then we are um, currently in negotiations for teams eleven and twelve. So um, you know, we've gone through a period of incredible growth over the last six months. Um, So adding venues, adding new teams, um, franchising those teams. So um, we're expecting by season four um, that at least eight of those teams, eight of the twelve teams, will be um, franchised. Which is you know obviously the model we 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 want to get to uh, Hmm. you know ultimately.
0: What is what is it about? cities particularly and countries drawing them to sale gP
1: well I think that the the racing's really exciting obviously, the broadcast product um, streamed to or, or distributed to one hundred and seventy five uh, different territories worldwide um, is a compelling showcase for their city and and and, it, and of course sale GP showcases the city in a completely different way you see you're not looking at your typical stadium per se. Um, you're looking at the the waterfront of a city, which is you know obviously showcases it in quite a different way to to you know one of the uh, other one of the traditional sports events. Uh, but also, I think our environmental push, you know, there's a lot of focus on um, uh, creating clean energy solutions worldwide uh, at around the, the, these uh, cities, and so that's it gives them a great platform to then. Uh, leverage and message around that, and and raise awareness and and, and create solutions.
0: In practi- in practical terms, uh, when it comes to clean energy, what does Sail GP do to showcase clean energy?
1: Well, we we set out right from the get go to uh, um, really be what we call climate positive, so so have a have a positive impact on the on the environments around us, and and a lot of people. Uh, sort of picture climate change activity as a as a burden. We see it the opposite way. So, for example, when we went to a remote production for our television uh, production, we used to ship containers around the world with equipment in it, with you know servers and so forth. Um, we used to fly about fifty-five staff to each event to to uh, cover the broadcast. Now. Almost all of those operations, apart from the camera and sound, or cameras and sound, is done in a studio in London, which saves, you know, it reduces our carbon footprint enormously, but also saves a lot of cost, and we're able to combine our our graphics and our production um, capabilities and our race management all into one um, studio, uh, or one one building, uh, and and that allows, you know, sort of a, a more efficient operation as well. Our race operations are another example of that, where tr- traditional race management, they would travel to the events, they would um, lay the turning marks and so forth for the course. Our uh, race regatta director often sits in Sydney, Australia, hardly ever travels to the events. It's all um, uh, controlled by um, uh, GPS and in fact, uh, in San Francisco and beyond, we're going to a fully remote um, race management system where the turning marks will be um, uh, driven by electric motors, will be positioned on on, on course uh, remotely. Um, and, it's, it's, and you end up with a solution that's better for the environment because you're not dropping an anchor, you're not towing these marks with um, petrol or, or, or diesel um, mm. uh, motors out, out to the course. End it with a better solution. And it's cheaper. So it's, it's, it's cheaper and it's cleaner and it's more efficient. So, you know, we, we are really... Um, and there's, there's lots of other examples that we're doing in this, in this field. And so we, we, we're really looking for business solutions that, that are, that are you know, great for the business but also great for the environment.
0: We do these things to look for the next generation of sailor. Are you seeing feedback saying... Young men and women want to get into sailing after being at an event.
1: Oh, absolutely! It, it, there's no question about that. It's, it, it's um, and as we increase the the, the prize money, uh, which we're you know constantly doing, uh, we're now our season is now um, uh, what is it two point two million dollars um, US in total prize money, but we'll we'll increase that dramatically this year or this coming season. Um, so it starts to become um, uh, quite lucrative for the, for the, for the sailors involved, and, and, and they can really create a career out of it like they can in most other sports.
0: Russell, they say there's no place like home, so you must have been pretty excited to sign off a four year deal with both Littleton and Auckland to see Sale GP here from early 23.
1: Well, yes, that, that's the advantage of Sale GP. I mean, we, we have long term contracts with some of our uh, sponsored partners, some of them stretch out to 10 years. So so you can uh, uh, develop um, the brand and develop the, the fan base and so forth over time. And, you know, having an arrangement such as a four-season calendar with, with um, New Zealand is fantastic because we can, you know, you, 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 you run the events, the, the city gains pro- profile, the event gains profile, and you just get better and better each
0: season. Have you tried to uh, master one of these F-50s? I've been on board one. Uh, <laughs> to be honest with you, I'd have to turn the clock back at least 25,
1: 30 years to uh, be able to race one of these boats. But, boy, would I have loved it in my day. You know,
0: they, they are fantastic pieces of equipment. What does Christmas hold for you?
1: Uh, a bit of, uh, bit of time off, but we've got some exciting announcements coming up for Soul GP in the new year, so we're, uh, we're uh, in some ways preparing for those as well. Um, yeah, so so in our future calendars, uh, obviously been announced, for, or at least for season three. So we're starting to gear up for our final in San Francisco at the end of March, March 26th and 27th, and then uh, jumping into the next season uh, almost straight after that.
0: Wow, exciting. That that uh, San Francisco final looks a cracker. It, 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 it's almost hard to split slings, be spittled in uh, Outeridge.
1: Well, it really is. I mean, we've had four different teams winning the championship at some stage uh, during season two, which shows how competitive it is. And, and of course, even the other teams now are racing for prize money. So um, I think, you know, and they're all trying to, you know, put their best foot forward to to, to gain, I guess, performance for season three. So, yeah, it'll, it'll be an exciting event. San Francisco traditionally is very windy. Especially that time of the year, so um, I think it'll be a challenge for the for the teams, and I think we'll see some great races.
0: Russell, thanks for your time and insight into your baby, which is called Sale GP, and happy Christmas.
1: Thanks, Steve.